Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We have a special edition of our Saturday podcast tonight. Matt Barish will be speaking to us about his attorney services that he is now offering to our community. And this time, we're going to welcome Matt. Matt, if you could just go ahead and uh, star eight so that I can open your line. Okay, there he is. Okay, Matt, are you there yet? Okay. Matt, are you there yet? You got me? Okay, there you, you are. Okay. okay. Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Thanks. Um, Welcome to the call. Thank you very much. Um, listen, um, I wanted to uh, talk to everybody in, in the community tonight because, um, as uh, J- Derek said, I'm, I'm offering a lot of my services, and I, wanted, I, I want everyone before they call me to get an idea in advance of what I can possibly do for you and what I can't do for you and tell you just a little about a lot of people. I'm getting really lengthy emails from a lot of people and I want to just explain a little bit about the legal system and I want to touch on a few things. The first thing I'd like to say is I really appreciate um, Freedom for putting me on their website and and advertising my services and I, I'm sure Derek is going to be very happy I say this when I say advertise my services that's what they're doing they're not endorsing my services I hold them harmless from all liability regarding my services they're just providing like a yellow page is my information and giving people an alternative resource to contact for their legal assistance. So that's the first thing I, I want to tell everybody. Another thing that I want to say, and this is all on script and I'm just doing this by heart, is a lot of people are getting a little confused and they're calling me a TI attorney. And that's a really dangerous name to give me because let me tell you what I really am. I'm an attorney in Los Angeles, California that is offering my legal services to not just the TI community, but to everybody. And I don't have a specialty in TI services. There's no such thing. Well, maybe there will be in the future, um, but I don't believe 
anyone yet holds, or there's a law school class called Targeted Individual Legal or Law. So, but a lot of targeted individuals suffer from the same types of causes of action. And a lot of my talk on this tonight is going to sound very negative and gloomy, and I apologize for that. But the one good thing you're always going to get from me is honesty. Anyone that's talked to me or known, known me knows I, just, I just, just tell it like it is. And here's the bad news. For, and one of the reasons I'm having this, this, this talk show is to save everybody money. There's been a lot of hype I've noticed. One of the reasons I'm not on Facebook very much, um, I'm not always you know, out there on Facebook, I should say, or on these talk shoot conferences because there's so much TI bickering and life is really hard enough as a targeted individual without the allegations and accusations and accusing people of being perps. And I try and normalize my life as much as I can. And um, every once in a while, the, the being a targeted individual just creeps up on me, as happened two weeks ago when I was fired from work under very gang-stalking, targeted individual circumstances of suspicion. Um, everything about the firing was, was not normal. And that's really what being – I don't think everybody realizes this, but, like, I was on the Dr. Phil show, everybody, I guess, knows – and a lot of being a target individual is really being involved in inexplicable circumstances. You can't explain them. Why can't we explain them? We can't explain them because we don't have the technological prowess or, in, in most of your cases, the legal prowess or, or the skills to comprehend how they're doing all this. Therefore, it leads to a lot of finger-pointing um, in, in times and a lot of confusion. And what I'm trying to say is, the gloomy part of what I have to say is, most of you have legal issues that I really can't help you with. And the reason I brought up the bickering and stuff among TI is I've seen a lot of stuff every once in a while about this targeted individual attorney is, is using the TI community to take money, this guy is using, okay, I don't know those circumstances because I stay away from it. Um, but I can tell you that I, and anyone that's talked to me knows this, I bend over backwards to not, I've never taken money before from a targeted individual. Because I've lost a job, I find myself for the first time with seven days a week free. Anyone that has talked to me in the past knows I'm always on the run because I was working six and a half days a week making almost crap money. But, but working my butt off because I wanted to keep a job. For, and part of the reason I wanted to keep a job was besides making enough money to pay my expenses and living expenses to keep my sanity because I had less time to think about all the occurrences and transactions and every crappy thing that has taken place in my life over the past five years. It makes me very bitter and angry. And, and I, I did put myself out there as a public figure so I take responsibility and I take ownership of why people would call me. And I really, I think most of you realize that I, in, I try and get back to every single person that calls me with at least, hello, thank you for contacting me. But it's become overwhelming getting back to everybody. And um, 
And you got to realize that, that I'm trying to like either make a living. I'm trying to live a, a semi-normal life, and I don't want to live and breathe this 24-7. And I think a lot of my legal services are really going to be a lot about letting you know that you, A, don't have a cause of action, which means a case, B, letting you know that you do have a case, but I can't handle it because I'm in California, to let everyone know that I'm not a federal, I, I don't have a federal practice. I can, I have represented the Supremes in federal court, but that was only one time in my life. And everybody thinks because someone's an attorney, they know about everything about law. It's like when you go to a doctor, you go to a heart specialist, if you ask him about an infection on your toe, he, he might really not be able to help you very much. I bend over backwards. This is just my own morality. I bend over backwards not to mislead people and give them false information. So a lot of times I tell people I don't know, and the, real, the answer is because I really don't know. The worst thing I could do is to give you false information and have you rely on it. That is the worst thing anyone can do to me. And, and the few people that have done that to me in the TI community know that I really never forget it. I like honesty. So I'm not looking to take anyone's money. My, my normal fee in the, in the real world is $450 an hour. Um, but I haven't been practicing for a while, so I imagine in, in the, now it would even be greater than that. But I'm not really a practicing attorney. I'm licensed to practice in California. My license is up to date. I'm really smart. And I've never been um, reprimanded or have any negative issues with any uh, clients or with the bar at all. I have a clean, clean record. So that's my standing. If anyone wants to look at my life and my resume, um, I suggest that you just look me up in LinkedIn. It's all up there. Every single minute of my life since I've been working and in school is on there. And my correct spelling of my name is Matthew with two T's, Barish, B-A-R-A-S-C-H. And go to LinkedIn and you can see my resume. Um, as far as my Facebook, I use a different, I will not respond to any TIs that I don't know if you try and Facebook me on my Matthew Barish Facebook account. That is for my family and my friends, and I try and keep them out of all of this um, nightmare. Um, and that's part of how I keep my life semi-sane. But if you want to Facebook me, you can face me on Miles Barish. That's my middle name, M-I-L-E-S, and then my last name. And then I will friend you. I friend everybody that wants to friend me, and I'm sure I've got tons of perps on there, and that's fine. Um, I think a lot of my legal services are also going to be about telling people, unfortunately, in order to have a case, just let's just say I'm giving you just an example. Let's just say that you were punched in the face, and you have a, 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 a like a, 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 a you know facial you know scars, and you know you have a cause of action because someone has hit you. You have a, you know you've been battered or assaulted, correct? But if you don't know who hit you, then there's no one to sue. 
And I think that's the number one problem I have with almost every person that has contacted me is, yes, you've been assaulted. Yes, you've been assaulted by weapons or whatever your individual particular situation is. But who are you going to sue? And you can't really look to me to tell you who I was going to because Also, anyone that knows me knows that I'm the last person knowledgeable exactly about where all this is coming from. And um, it's very important for me to maintain that I don't know. I have a lot of suspicions. I point my finger to a lot of places, but I don't have the answers. And um, having an attorney is not the answer to all your problems. I mean, some people besiege me every two months that I can help them, and I can't. First of all, let me tell you the areas of law that I'm really good at. I'm really good in business torts, tortious interference with your business, um, negligence, fraud, misrepresentation, defamation. Those are called torts. I'm also good at breach of contract where someone has breached their contract with you. I'm good at helping people draft letters they might need drafted against a neighbor, against a tenant, against the landlord. Um, I can assist you write the letter. I want to be really clear, and the reason I wanted to do this this talk to you is I want this on the record. For and I'm going to anyone that calls me, I'm going to tell them to listen to this tape. I'm not. If you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I don't know landlord tenant law there, and it would be stupid for me to write a threatening letter on your behalf because. They all know that I'm in California, and I'm not going to be able to bring an action on your behalf. So I'd be ruining your case by, like, letting them know that it's all smoke. So, so that's, that's another issue. So that's another thing is where you live is really crucial. So that limits a lot of people to utilizing my services. One of the services that I think I can really help you with is evidence. Um, and this is something that a lot of people in the community can help you with as well. I know for a fact that with my case against Dr. Phil, that I have really preserved my evidence beautifully. I'm really, really good at manipulating people into giving me the evidence I need to frame them. And when I say frame them, I don't mean frame them fraudulently. I mean cross-examine them and get them to give me the information I need. And also to accuse someone of something and have them not respond, which is a denial, and in court, someone not responding to an accusation in a letter is most often looked at as an admission. So I'm going to advise everyone to write a paper trail. With every single thing you do, use a paper trail. I also like, I don't know the laws in your state, and to be honest, I'm not even quite confident of the laws in California about this, but I carry a tape recorder around with me, not a cell phone with, um, with a recorder, because we all know that that can be hacked. I have a tape recorder, and I just turn it on. I have so many tape recordings and conversations in my office that are going to serve me so well. I have five different people, stalkers, that I got to admit because they don't all hate you when they're stalking you. Some of them might even like you, but they've, they've already been put on this mission. I got them to admit that they were stalking me. And 
I got it on tape, and they don't know it's on tape. I've hung out with some stalkers for almost eight hours, and I got a whole chain of events that can only lead to one conclusion. These are all the kind of things that Dr. Phil didn't let me set forth on the show to my detriment, to make me look delusional. But the words of a person on tape recorder are really solid pieces of information, especially if your jurisdiction allows it to be admissible in court. It doesn't mean that there's not other ways you can use it. Sometimes you can get it, use it to just add credibility if you're talking to your parents, your family, your neighbors, showing them a tape recording that you've been screwed automatically legitimizes your allegations. So, so a lot of my conversations with people are going to be helping them with evidence and telling them whether I think the evidence is relevant. And a lot of people just need to talk to me for an hour. And I, and I hate charging you. And in the past, I've never charged anyone. But I got I to gotta put a roof over my head. Everybody that talks to me, I believe, get something out of it. And a lot of my services are going to be almost therapeutic. Um, if I tell you you don't have a cause of action, well, that's going to be therapy because you're not going to be thinking you have a cause of action for the next 10 years. I also want to let everybody know that the most common area is also, I'm also pretty good at, at, at um, unlawful, uh, termina wrongful termination. Obviously, I can't bring the action for you. Because, number one, I'm not in your state, probably. And number two, I will not, at least for the next six months, ever, under any situation, other than possibly a quick restraining order here in Los Angeles or the surrounding areas, put my name of record on your pleading. Let me tell you why I won't do that. Not because I don't want to. Because, number one, I'm a targeted individual. That means... Many things happen in my life that are unpredictable, like they happen in your life. I'm not excluded from, from, from this. So if I put myself as attorney of record on your case, take your money for a year, and then disappear for whatever reason, not, not murder or anything, I'm saying uh, I need a break, I need to get out of here for a month, um, I need to take a job in Alaska, um, whatever the reason may be, then I'm going to be screwing you over if I have led you on for a year and then, and then, and then leave. I had that with the Supremes, and I tried to get out of their case. I went to federal court, and the court wouldn't let me leave the case. And, and even the three Supremes got up there and said that I was a great attorney and that I gave them notice that I want to withdraw. And the attorney said, prepare for trial. And luckily, I won the case on a summary motion judgment. I want to also let everyone know that I don't, I'm not a trial attorney. So you're not going to see this tremendous record of all my successes. I'm, I've just used law in the past, entertainment, sports, and contracts. I usually, used to use law as an aid for my entrepreneurial services. I started one of the first cyber cafes in the country. I worked with San Diego Padres. I was assistant professor at UCLA teaching um, uh, television production, things that are really not going to help you guys. Um, and it's always just good to have a legal degree because it's prevented me in so many cases from not getting screwed, as I know that a lot of you people are probably, you know, getting screwed very often. 
So um, I also want to tell you um, more about um, why it's important that you realize one of the other services that I might be able to provide when I start there is I'm not reading from anything. I'm just this is all off the cuff. And you might see I'm fairly organized, even though this is coming from my from my from my head. Um, you need to find an attorney perhaps in your city that is better equipped to handle this your case. I will help people I will contact attorneys for them and act as a kind of an intermediary if I can. It doesn't mean I can. It means I might be able to do that. I might be able to lead people to other people with the same cause of action. A lot of people think that there are so many great class action suits. Okay. First of all, I've got to be honest with you. I don't know anything about class action suits. I mean, class action suit is basically a lawsuit brought by a party against a defendant. So I know everyone says, okay, we're all these TIs and we're all dealing, this person's getting electronic harassment, this person's being followed, and this person's, okay, but so therefore you, you don't constitute a class because a class is defined by a common cause of action. And the common cause of action among the class would then have to be maybe there, I don't even know the number of people that constitute the class, but it would have to be everybody that is being technologically stalked in the same way, by the same program even perhaps. That constitutes a class. Then you've got to figure out, well, who is, again, back to the same, who is my defendant? And then you don't, can't find a defendant because that's what makes being a team so difficult. You can't find who to sue. Okay, the government. Well, personally... At least within the next six months, I'm not going to be taking on any cases against the government or any class actions. That doesn't mean that I don't plan. Now that I have no job, I have free time to actually investigate and read and research. I, I am going to read up on everything, and I am going to become more versatile. And there might be a time in six months where I want to sign up a class of, of parties. And... Um, and if I do, I'll put word out that I'm looking for a class of individuals with the same, this same cause of action. But until that time, save your money. Don't call me if you think you have this great action against the government. Because it, it almost is painful for me. One of the other reasons I don't always respond to people is, besides the length of the, the emails I get, it's that it's very painful for me to read. I mean, I'm enduring all this myself, and I kind of made myself a public figure being on Dr. Phil, and then I can't really help you. And that just attributes to more pain in me, like shit. And I'm hearing from people that are grandparents and people whose you know, mates have died. It's very painful to me. Um, so I'm almost forced to you know, live through everyone's pain, and at the very end of it say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Um, let's go back to my Dr. Phil lawsuit. Why do I have a suit against Dr. Phil? A lot of people think, okay, so I have a big $100 million lawsuit against Dr. Phil. Well, okay, let's talk about why I'm able to bring a suit against Dr. Phil by myself. Number one, he's in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles. Boom. That's easy. He's 10 blocks from my house. Now, 
So Dr. Phil's suit could probably be a federal court action as well. I'm not going to get into the details why, but since I'm in California, I don't have to file in federal court. So that's good for me because I'm a state court guy. Number two, why is my, my case against Dr. Phil really good? Well, he happened to, to, to commit torts against me, defamation, um, torturous interference with contract, emotional distress, which is really not a cause of action, um, breach of contract, which is not a tort. And he did it, luckily for me, in the very area of law that I happen to specialize in, if I even have a specialty. Um, with the Supremes, my case happened to be defamation. So it was good. I mean, with, with trademark, excuse me. And with the other big client I had, uh, my ex-boyfriend, J. Randy Tabarelli, is an author, it happened to be on defamation. So I got experience very early at the age of 27. So I'm good at defamation. So I'm lucky that he's in my jurisdiction, and I'm lucky that he violated me in the areas of law that I practice. What's another good reason why I have a good lawsuit against Dr. Phil? Oh, because he has got millions of dollars. So number three, I have a defendant. I not only have a defendant, and I want to add this and augment my previous statement, I not only found my defendant, but I actually found my defendant with a lot of money. A lot of money. CBS and, and Dr. Phil. So everything, the stars aligned once for me. All three things worked. That's why I'm able to bring a case. A state court, area of law that I, that I specialize in, against a defendant, who I know who it is, with a lot of money, which is called big pockets. So another time people will come to me and they want to sue people, but you're suing someone with no money. So even if you win, you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to collect. So I'm going to tell you, not a good, not a, not a good, not a good case. The worst thing I can do is take your money and say, okay, this is a great case. So that's, that's basically, I also want to just touch on one thing. I, 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 again, I stay out of all the gossip, and um, I very rarely have something negative to say about anybody. And when I do, I usually will not say it publicly because there doesn't need to be any more um, diversity or diversity or, or conflict in the TI community. But I understand, and I actually specifically firsthand read that this woman named Arlene something is a TI, um, and it, I was alerted that she had said something negative about me. And even then, I didn't get too hostile. And then someone forwarded to me what she actually wrote. And when I read it, it was really, it was really despicable. Because number one, she's a targeted individual. Number two, she said something really bad about me publicly that could damage me. It's almost a cause of action. And if I really had the energy or care to, or I could prove damages, or I don't have to prove damages in this case, because when you injure someone in their profession, it's considered per se. So you just have to prove she said it's damages. But I don't have, she doesn't have to fear that I'm going to sue her, because I'm not. Um, but she said that I was on the Dr. Phil show, and I don't know how to represent the TI community, um, because I was mentally ill and didn't whatever she said. Okay, I look mentally ill on the show. So that brings me to the next thing I want to tell everybody. I did not know what a targeted individual was when I went on the Dr. Phil show. 
I never heard of Yanks talking. Well, I did hear of it, and I even raised it as a possibility to him, but I never believed it. When did I believe that gang stalking exists? When everybody contacted me in the targeted individual community after I was on the show. So I went three months from taping the show to airing before I really ever knew what gang stalking was or investigated or ever talked to a targeted individual. So when you see me, if you want to watch the show, remember in the back of your mind when you're watching it that I never heard of a targeted individual. So I couldn't defend everybody on the show. Because I was, didn't even know what we were. I didn't even know that I was a targeted individual. I honestly, truly, and Dr. Phil severely defamed me because I honestly got threatened by the mafia in a case. And he didn't let anyone read or see the affidavits or anything that demonstrated I was actually sued by the mafia. So he made me look nuts. I actually, and I'm not proud of it, was a police informant in a drug case. And... I'm happy to tell you because of my loyalty factor, I never gave up the name of a single person that I knew that used drugs or dealt. Because I used drugs myself in the past, and I had, and I, and I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna, you know, be disloyal to my friends or or dealers. They're just, I'm just as bad to buy the drugs as they are to sell it to me. But I was an informant, and I believe that the police. In fact, I know for a fact the police used that to their advantage, to get dealers to actually work against me. And it's crucial in the way that I've been targeted. So I want everyone to know that. So um, so where was I? Um, so, that, so that's the Dr. Phil show. And then I had some other threats on the Dr. Phil show by a bail bondsman. And then the person who I was representing was a murder victim who threatened me to kill me. He said he was going to saw me up with a power saw in a million pieces. So, and then when the person with the power saw then ran, even though I had bailed him out of jail, then I had the bail bondsman after me. So those are four real threats to my life. Add that with all the technological weaponry being used against me, meaning the hacking of my computers, and you then have a non-delusional person who was on the show, very confused, looking for some answers, asking Dr. Phil for some help. And we all see how he abused me. Um, and if I was mentally ill, he certainly showed no compassion. So when a woman like this Darlene character publicly says that I look mentally ill, first of all, I'm not mentally ill. Even if I was, as a fellow TI, she owed a duty and an ethical obligation to a fellow TI that has done no harm to her to at least protect my image. And then she tried to damage me in my own profession, which I told you is a per se um, cause of action. You can't defame someone in their business. Um, and Dr. Phil made the mistake of doing that twice. He defamed me by calling me mentally ill. Um, and I'm an attorney, and except for you guys maybe, who would want to hire a, tar a mentally ill attorney, right? And then I also was writing a great nonfiction novel, 500 pages into it, and it ceased the year I started getting stalked. And it's too bad because it's a great book, and it tells a lot of great little synopses of my life before I was being stalked um, about my tragic car accident I was in and, and my, having my friend die and coming out of the closet, all the adversities, working in Major League Baseball. 
And now he, he defamed me in my, you can't defame a nonfiction author because no one will believe their book is credible. So I got lucky with Dr. Phil again. He per se damaged me. And per se again, when in per se defamation means I don't even have to prove damages. Just the fact that he said those words is proof that I was damaged. So I got lucky in a fourth way. So um, I'm trying to think what else I really need to tell everyone. Let me talk about more about my services. If you're if you're having problems with your neighbors and stuff, I I, I mean this is more about an evidentiary thing. Carry that tape recorder around. Every time you have things on tape, even if it is on your phone, maybe that's the only thing you have handy, then put it on a, um, another drive um, uh, you know, that you can just carry around with you um, and, and just save your evidence. And if you have emails that are, that, that are going to help you in a case that you might not even have, but that, just for your peace of mind, print them out and create a log. There's nothing like a paper trail of everything you've been in. And I don't know, I was going to say too much is, is, is too much. You know, don't be, don't, just, just think about carefully when you're evaluating what is important that you save and what's important. Don't, you know, I don't want you to be like a hoarder saving everything. Um, uh, what else can I tell you about my services? So, we're charging $75 for the first half hour and $125 for a full hour. And I believe that um, – I haven't finalized this, but I believe the way we're going to work it out is Dolores, even though she's active in freedom, again, freedom is not endorsing my legal services. This is not a freedom service. They've been kind enough to publicly let everyone know that I might be able to help you. So I think the way we're going to contact is you're going to contact Dolores. I'm not quite sure how we're going to do this, but at the moment, and she's going to set up a time where I can speak with you. And part of Dolores' service is she's going to be very invaluable. Dolores has been, I don't want to say she's been around longer than me because she looks so young, but um, she's been around the community a lot longer. So there's areas of law that she can actually point me in the right direction of. One of the areas that, I, that I'm going to, I'm going to take an oath to get myself up to speed in is being accused of like mental illness and what to do if you have a 5150. I don't even know if a 5150 is what they call it in other states. That's what I'm saying as an example. I don't know other state law, but in California, if the police or, or believe that you are a threat to yourself or someone else, you know, due to a mental illness, blah, 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 they can detain you for up to three days and, and confiscate your weapon. And that happened to me. And under very, very, very unfair grounds because they claimed that I threatened the entire police department. Everybody hearing me right now, I think you can hear I'm pretty sane. The last thing I'm going to do is go to a police department and threaten the police department that are going to kill them all. So once again, just like on the Dr. Phil show, I said, just play the tape, the surveillance tape that's in the lobby, and you'll see that what I said was if another burglar comes into my house and steals another computer, I might have to shoot them. That's all I said. And there wasn't sufficient grounds to detain me, confiscate my gun, and put me into a mental institution for three days. And I'm dealing with that 
again, now that I have time because I'm not working, that's another particular motion. Now, I want to give you an example of how busy I've been working six and a half days just making crap money is these are things that are happening in my own life. It took me a year to file my complaint against Dr. Phil. I filed it on the eve of the statute of limitations. So understand, if I didn't have time to help myself, it was hard for me to, to help everybody else. I have a petition that I'm going to be filing shortly to get my gun back. It's one of the most difficult oppositions, motions I'm ever going to prepare and, and on, on, on behalf of myself. And um, it really it comes down to getting a judge that's going to get a court order to get that surveillance video because that surveillance video says it all. That's exactly what I said. And who would be so stupid? If you want to measure delusion, a delusional person is someone that would tell them to get a surveillance video that shows they're guilty. So clearly I want the judge to, to see that if the, if the surveillance video has been erased and the police report has miraculously been lost, once again, a police report pertaining to me lost. So with all this, I'm hoping that the judge is going to give me back my gun. And um, so that's that. Um, so my, my, my feeling is that you're going to be contacting Dolores. Um, she's going to take the intake information. I'm going to provide her a form that she's probably going to provide to you to fill out. Let me assess what your issues are. And I will, I'm not quite sure, but I believe I'll get, I'll have Dolores, if it's something I believe I can help you with, schedule an, inter, uh, an intake, you know, you can put on my, it's going to be on my PayPal account. It's being set up right now. I just got to get them my passport or my ID for them to validate my account. My PayPal account is going to be Matt, M-A-T-T, Barish, B-A-R-A-S-C-H, Matt Barish, Esquire, which is ESQ. So let me make that clear. Matt Barish, ESQ, at AOL.com. That's the PayPal account. If you don't have an email ability or, or know how to do that or you're not tech savvy, I'll take a check. Um, that's fine with me. Um, but I want everybody to really, really think about whether they want to utilize my services. Um, and if if it's about, you know, Dolores is going to screen people for me. It doesn't mean you can't call me and talk to me, but if you start getting into legal issues, you know, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to very kindly, as I've done to a couple of people this week, number one, ask you to listen to this tape, and number two, have you respect me that i gotta, I got to put a roof over my head. I want to talk about the, the Dr. Phil case a little more with regard to precedent because a lot of people are confused about what my lawsuit brings to the table in the TI community. I want to be very clear about that. I have a cause of action against Dr. Phil for defamation, breach of contract, and fraud. Now, I'm not suing because I'm gang-stalked. I'm suing because Dr. Phil failed to investigate, defrauded me, whether I was being gang-stalked, failed, he breached his contract by talking about mental illness on a show in which I gave him an out that I wouldn't be on the show if he thought I was mentally ill. The FBI agent on the show and, this, and the doctor, Sophie, 
both defamed me, misrepresented, and fabricated the evidence. And I can prove it. So I'm not even worried about that. So my case against Dr. Phil is not all, it's not a TI case. It's a case involving a TI who was defamed by Dr. Phil for defaming me and not investigating whether the possibility of, of, of gang stalking existed. So how is that good for you? It's a really, really important case for the TI community because if you can prove, if I can prove that Dr. Phil failed to investigate it's, it's intentionally, there had to be a reason he intentionally failed to investigate, right? I mean, it could have been to sensationalize a show, but the show would have even been more sensationalized if he did investigate it. So that really argument fails. So the case is important because it's opening the door and putting the spotlight on gang stalking, not the spotlight, but it's opening the door for everyone else's cases. It's creating a national spotlight to a potential issue. I rewrote my complaint and I'm filing it in which I barely mentioned the word gang stalking. At the very end of the complaint, I say that Dr. Phil failed to include it as a viable option, that I have the entire TI community behind me. I state that it's kind of weird. All the TIs that have contacted me, unless we're all schizophrenic, the odds of permutation are that it's really happening and that I've had some national people such as Scott Stapp from Creed and a couple Olympians call me and our TIs and are supporting me. So in that way, I've mentioned gang stalking and targeted individuals. I also bring up the fact that I did raise the possibility of gang stalking. And if you open up the definition of gang stalking in Google, you'll get, you know, a million responses. Um, so it was kind of weird that that was left out as a viable possibility. And then when, you, when, I, when, I, when, you, when it's proven that Dr. Sophie and, Dr. And, and the FBI agent fabricated and misrepresented the evidence, well, hopefully that's going to generate a lot of publicity as to why they would do that. And there's going to be no really good answer except that maybe something is happening. So I want everyone to understand why my case is very, very, very important. I want to also tell you that um, anyone, I'm going to create a form. You know, I'm, I'm pretty hard up right now. I'm planning on, with money, I'm planning on um, devoting most of my free time to getting up to speed, and especially the, the mental issues, um, the, the, the duties and responsibilities held to you by your doctors and your psychiatrists, in disseminating information about you or you being discriminated against because of the, the, it all kind of ties around to possible defamation. I'm going to be investigating and researching that on my own. And I, if anyone, you know, wants to, you know, at times they find an extra $25 in their pocket and they want to put it in my PayPal account, I, I would appreciate that. And I want to let you know that anyone and everyone that does that, I'm going to be putting a, a contract out. And I'm, if I get a settlement, and I suspect I will, I will pay everyone back by five times the amount of money they, they donated. And it is for a good cause um, because I'm not going to run to Tahiti um, with everybody's money. I can promise you that. Although I want to put out there that I am hoping to take a trip to South Africa in the next couple months um, with miles I've saved. So I don't want everyone to think I'm running around with your money, 
running to South Africa. I want to, I just want to get away. You know what I mean? So I think I've put a lot out there. Um, I can't think of anything else that I, that I wanted to say. So maybe this is a good time for people to ask me questions. Okay. Um, uh, Matt, Dee has something that she wanted to say. Okay, Dee. Okay. Yes, it's very important that if there's anyone in the community that has had an implant removed from their body, we need you to email us immediately. It's, and if you have had your implant in hand, that is the greatest evidence that we could ever have. So anyone that have an implant in their hand that has been taken out of their body, and Melinda Kidder, uh, we're going to be working together trying to, that, that is about the best evidence at this present time to have um, any, looking forward to any type of uh, class action, if we can get enough people who have had implants being taken out of their bodies. And in the state um, of California, there's a law against being implanted anyway. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, you got to talk very, um, uh, very gently in, encouraging that there's a class action. Let me tell you why. Even though everybody has a chip in them, we don't know where the chip is definitely coming from yet. So everybody may have a different defendant. Let's just say the government did it to this person, and I'm making all this up. I want everyone to know that I'm using this as an example just to make a point. I'm going to make that clear. Let's just say the government implanted DD. And let's just say a satanic organization implanted me. And let's just say the Scientologist plant implanted Derek. You're missing a possible class action there because the defendants are different. It doesn't, and again, I'm not an expert on this, but there is a possible way of blending those defendants together if there's a common cause between them. So there's a lot of areas of, of, of class action suits that have to, be explored, and there's better attorneys suited for that at this moment than me. Um, regarding the chips, um, Dee Dee referenced the name, um, the doctor who's, did you mention the name of the doctor, Dee Dee? Oh, well, Dr. Strattinger, she has... Okay, I spoke to Dr. Surgery. Strattinger. Yeah, I spoke to Dr. Strattinger um, this week, um, and I have nothing, nothing bad to say about the woman. Um, she seems to know what she's talking about, and I'm going to, and she very, just to give you a heads up on her, she's, you know, very, you know, she's a little bit like me, you know, very, she was very guarded and stuff, but this is the information I just want to share, in my opinion. This is my opinion. Um, I'm not going to mention the name of the target individual that, that sought her help. I have nothing negative to say about this. I want everyone to know that this is just raising, just want everyone to tread very carefully. I don't believe necessarily that is the doctor's job to get involved in the pu public relations aspect of this or the legal aspect of this. I think it is their job, especially if you're paying them great sums of money, to get the chip out and to write a report and to, you know, and to verify that this is, you know, where it came from, whatever. It doesn't mean you can't have a discussion with them, but if they start, in my opinion, 
Remember that my opinion is very important. Um, if they, in my opinion, if if they're being given any kind of contingency for their help, there's a possibility, in my opinion, that their findings could be tainted. So it's it's often important. Like one of my causes, one of my defenses against Dr. Phil's is. Their experts gained so much by being on the Dr. Phil show, so they had a reason to support his beliefs. So if, and, I, and again, I'm saying in my opinion, so just be careful, because I've had conversations with this TI this week, and after he met with the doctors, and I don't know if it came from them or anything, he just changed a little bit as if he was trying to protect them, and that they had given him some advice, which, and I could be wrong. Um, that they might have given him some some legal advice, which I told this person, if you want me to advise you with legal or find you an attorney, if someone has a chip in a report and can prove this to me, I can find you an attorney that can handle this case. That's a case. If you can tell me who, who where the chip came from, whatever, then you have a big case, okay? And, if, and then it becomes a class action suit if there's a lot of you. Yeah, but that's what I was trying make to Make sure that you discuss this with an attorney, not with your doctor. If you go to a doctor for a heart attack, you're not going to have the doctor advise you on how to sue McDonald's because you ate their, their French fries, right? So, and that's how you got the heart attack. So you've got to be really careful who you, who you open up to. And um, with regard to publicity, you also got to be very, very. That's another thing is I'm very good at getting publicity, but it doesn't mean. Again, I got lucky again because I got on the Dr. Phil show and I got to sue a person with a lot of money, famous. So I got publicity, but I do have the knack of finding the right people to go to because I knew in advance I was going to get the publicity. In relating this to the chips, you do have to take into account. And you should seek your lawyer's advice as to how much information you should share. This is a very slippery slope here because if you want a settlement, let's just say I'm making this up. Let's just say you're sitting the Navy for putting the chip in you. You can bet your bottom dollar that the Navy is going to want a, um, uh, a, 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 a gag order about the settlement. So let me tell you how that works for you. It works in two ways. You have a choice right then and there, and I'm going to have the same choice to make when Dr. Phil gives me a settlement. How much information do you want to share to help the community? And how much do you want to keep it quiet to get the million dollars, right? There's a balancing test there. And um, it's a tough one. So you can't, if, you, if your mission is to be completely um, uh, a, a, a politician and an, advo- and, a, and, a, and an advocate and an activist, like I have been, then you're going to want to get that information out there right away and you don't give a sh- and they're still going to have to settle with you but the money would probably be more if there was a gag order attached but that's going to be to the detriment of the millions of others that have been again not millions I'm exaggerating the other people that have been chipped and I don't even know how many and I've never seen a report of a chip and I, I'm not I never ever ever tell anyone that they're lying to me or that they're that they're that that something can't happen because the things that have happened to me are so inexplicable that I've lost the right to be able to do that with things that haven't happened to me. So I never do that to people. But I also don't like people pushing things onto me 
that 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 I don't understand yet, but it doesn't mean I won't listen to you. You know what I mean? So so that's what I want to say about the the chips. But Dolores was really good because it is a good idea for all of you to to team up. And um, I one thing I do know all the powerful attorneys, and I can help find one for you um, if if you want to go that route. Okay, um, or I have good media sources if you do want to take the route of exposing it. So that's something I can help you with. And um, so what else, Dolores? Okay, and it, when you mentioned to me if they do have a chip in their hand and they have the, um, the papers where they had the surgery and the doctor has a report, you take it to TMZ? Oh, let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about strategy. <laughs> okay. Let's not talk about let's not talk about where I'm going to take it. I have hundreds of sources, and every single situation is going to be negotiated very carefully by me. And um, you don't want to give uh, you don't want to give anyone the heads up on who I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? Let's just keep that okay. quiet. Well, everybody who has chips, it is I never told a person in the world them. that I was going. I never told a person in the world I was going to TMZ with my information until I did it. Because who wants to take a chance of it being screwed by them interfering? So you got to be, you got to tread very carefully with 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 all plans of action because you understand, Didi, what I mean by that? Yes. So in any way, anybody got a chip in their hand is important. Okay. It is very important. Anything else, Didi? That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. Didi, you don't want to you don't want to give any information about your intake and how you're going to handle people um, to contact you well, 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 yeah, and exactly. what your role is. Well, of course, um, you're going to initially, um, there's an email that Matt wants you to use. It was in the first um, or the second um, email that went out. And what he's going to do is briefly look it over, and then he's going to email me the ones that he, oh, that, oh yeah, this okay. is the case that he's definitely, because there's going to be so so many that he's not going to be able to touch. So um, the ones that he wants to work on, and then I will set that, I'll have Matt's schedule, and then I'll set up a time, if you want a half an hour, if you want an hour, consultation, and um, um, he will definitely pick out, you know, the ones that he wants to work on, because he could do that. And when I say, I want to work on them all, I mean the ones that I think I can help you with, and at the end of, like, when you send me an email, if you know it's not something that I can really help you with, but you still want to talk to me, I'll still talk to you and consult with you. So, so I don't want to preclude you. I had a couple of people call me this week that told me after I gave this whole spiel to them that I don't think I can really be of service as your your attorney because I'm not going to take a big retainer from people and stuff like that. They still want to use me um, because because I could lead them to other sources. I will, you know, whatever I can do, I'll do for sure. And I'll certainly give you a dollar's worth um, of my time. Um, but I, I'm going to talk further with Didi on the on the exact future, how we're going to work that. But um, it's also going to be, you know, when I see a deposit in my account, it's also going to generate to me knowing that someone has requested a um, uh, a consultation with me. So if I do see a uh, – if you email me and you put money in my account and you want to speak to me, um, regardless of, of, in spite of all the, the negative things I've said about what I can do to help you, by all means, do it. Um, I'm always, you know, happy to talk to people. It's just, I would talk to everybody 24 hours a day if if I had the mental capacity to handle it and if I had the time, um, just so you know. So, what else, Didi? 
Okay. Um, the in California, um, the landlord tenant. I know that a lot of people are getting put out of their places, and they don't have any. If they have really no reason, or they'll come up with a reason. Uh, the landlord. So he's very good at doing that. In California, that is something that well, anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Landlord tenant. Landlord tenant, okay. I'm good at. But again, I, I, again, I, I, I don't want people to like presume that this is like, really easy. Every single municipality has different code sections. So in most cases, I'm going to be able to give you very general, very general law. And in a lot of cases, I'm going to do what I do. To be honest with you, is 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 buy one of those twenty-five dollar books that tells you every single cause of action you have in landlord-tenant, everything. I mean, I, I those NOLO guides, I mean, it just shows you that I'm not trying to take everyone's money because I'm trying to give you resources where you don't need me. Um, but those NOLO guides, like when people contact me, they're my starting point. They tell me in a nutshell all my cases against my landlord, blah, 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 things, you know, different code sections. And in every single city, you have a municipality and you have a department. If you make a phone call, go on the Internet, you can find out the resources in your area that are going to help you with these kind of disputes. And there's very often a nonprofit organization in your community that can help you with this. So the biggest thing is to take a deep breath and to just, like, you know, don't, don't panic, although it's, you know, I don't blame everyone for panicking. I've done it myself. So what else, Dee Dee? Okay, the workers' comp. Now, like I, my understanding is the workers' comp. I don't know. That, I don't know anything no, about no, workers' comp. No, I know he don't. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, okay. Some people, some people, I think they were let out, let go of their job, or they sued their employer. That, and if they use their targeted individual, if they use their, um, you know, uh, what it was caused by electric energy hitting them, if they use those injuries to win the workers' comp, you got to understand that wasn't a TI case. That's what I'm trying to explain to them. And, of course, Matt doesn't do workers' comps, but um, uh, it, everything falls under a category. And because a person gets a lawsuit for a certain reason doesn't mean that they were able. And how, And also you need to tell them what you feel about restraining orders. Well, um, again, I mean, it's, the, it's really the same general theme. Uh, I, I, I got to say this is very big coincidence. Um, I lost really one of the loves of my life, honest to God, loves of my life. And one of my good friends, it was my eye doctor, gave me my, um, my Lasix. Um, I found out after, right before I was on the show that he was a PI. And he has since that time committed, killed himself. And um, I'm grieving that. It's the closest person to me, someone I was in love with, actually, that has killed himself. And... Um, Nobody knows, you know, it said on his Facebook page that he died in his sleep. And I have tape recorded conversations that he was, you know, he was either going to be killed or, or killed himself, probably killed himself um, because it was so painful. And um, it would have been a better world out there if he was able to, to talk. And as I told you earlier, I helped close his practice. Um, but, Dee, I was, I was mentioning him with respect to restraining orders. Um, Ten years ago, before the TI thing, he actually – had a stalker, a real stalker, not a not a targeted individual stalker, and he begged me, begged me to represent him. And I, it was one o'clock in the morning, please, 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 and I did. And when I got to court, I did it against all my better judgment. It turned out to be 
I thought it was going to be an appellate hearing. I don't know if anyone understands the difference between appellate or a um, trial level where you actually cross-examine witnesses. And I thought it was appellate, so I was all prepared to talk. And appellate means you're going to talk to the judge and impart your legal reasons, but the facts are in place. I didn't realize that it was going to be a factual hearing where we're cross-examining and getting the facts. So if there wasn't a fellow attorney in the court that took it over for me, I would have really screwed over my friend. Um, but the, again, those were the good old days when the stars were always in alignment. So the point I'm saying is, number one, I can't handle restraining orders necessarily in your city. If you have a lot of money and you really want to meet me and you want to fly me to Topeka, Kansas, and put me up for a few days and I'll go to the library, the law library there, and, and, and get your restraining order, I just think there's much cheaper ways for you to do it. But every municipality is different. Every state's different. And remember, I think this is what DYDD wants me to mention this to you. Remember, when you bring a restraining order, there was once a PI, I won't mention any names, who got a restraining order. I believe she thought it was a precedent. And um, it, it's really hard for me to call anything a precedent. A precedent is something judged on by the law, not judged on by the facts. So just because someone's factual case wins doesn't mean the law has been changed to allow this. But in her case, it may have been. I don't know. But it was a very low-level court in, in California. So calling something precedent is very dangerous. So what I'm trying to say is um, if you bring a restraining order and you win, don't think your other neighbor or your other friend is not going to start stalking you. So you could be spending your money for the rest of your life um, paying for an attorney to keep getting restraining orders. You know what I mean? You'll need a restraining order against everyone. Unless you have a specific person who you really, really is ambushing you and you want to get a restraining order, then I guess it's going to be worth your while. You know what I mean? It's a personal decision I'll be happy to discuss you with. Did I discuss any what you wanted me to say about that? Yeah. Um, okay. So we need to take questions. Yeah, okay. I'll take questions. Okay. Um, thanks, Matt. Uh, guys, if you have questions for Matt, star eight is request a talk feature to uh, to start the discussion. And we have several people that have already star eight it, so just a minute. Hello. Hey, oh, how are you? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I can hear you. You have a question for Matt? Uh, yeah, this is Julianne. Oh, hey, hi, Julianne. Hi. <clears throat> hi, Matt. I appreciated your... Hey. Uh, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Julianne? Uh, pretty good. Uh, okay. Uh, a couple of points. Um, you mentioned your PayPal account as being... Uh, Miles, or rather, uh, um, Matt uh, Bar- Barish, Esquire, yeah, yes, AOL. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry? Yeah, well, that's correct. Okay, according to the notice put out by um, uh, Derek, that is your email account, and Miles Barron is your PayPal account. So okay, um, I, thank you for bringing that to our attention. We, we're aware of that, and we tried, and maybe you didn't get it, to send out Another, now, the good news is um, the reason – okay, both are my email addresses and both are my PayPal accounts. 
I started the Matt Farish PayPal account because by the, by the state bar requirement, money from a client must go into my client trust account. Oh, okay. So after the initial email went out, I contacted Derek and, and Dee Dee, and I said, oh, my God, um, please send out another. It's all my fault. I said, please send out another email. Um, it's not, I'm not going to be disbarred because I'm immediately going to transfer the money into the proper account. But in the future, if you want a legal consultation, it needs to go into, in order to stay in good standing with the bar, it needs to go into Matt Barish Esquire okay. at AOL.com. So the Miles Barron is my personal email address, and it's my personal PayPal account. Okay? Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But thank um, you for pointing that out for in case anyone else got those, that email. Okay. I do have a question. Okay. That, uh, you've mentioned the Dr. Phil lawsuits on a number of occasions. Um, has he been served with a summons and complaint? He has not been. I'm sorry? He has not been. He has not. Isn't there a deadline you want to know for what? this? Yes, what? there is. And... Um, 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 just like I waited till the day before the statute passed, I have I have another month to serve him. And the reason I didn't um, is strategic. Um, I decided that the court would appreciate a much, much, much shorter version of the complaint. Right. So, out of respect to the court and out of respect to my expert counsel that I consult with. Uh-huh. I have been preparing a much, much, much shorter complaint. In fact, I finished it today, and it's great. And um, it's one-third the size, and it gets right to the point. I think the courts will appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and and it's less... Is, yeah. Uh, the reason I ask is uh, because I thought there was a deadline uh, for... There is a deadline, and, and I'm, I'm I'm well within my... There's a, there's There's... You're supposed to do it within 60 days, and I'm going to have a motion to show cause hearing. Um, and um, I will I will go to the hearing, and I'll ex- explain to the judge that it, I wanted to um, do a First Amendment complaint before the um, defendant got it, because it uh-huh. would be save resources for the defendant in having to uh-huh. not demur to something that is not a finished product. But I had to get it in before the statute of limitations, so. And the statute of limitations is... I'm, the statute of limitations is, is a separate question from the amount of time to serve. I've already fulfilled my statute of limitations obligation. It was filed on time. Yeah, the once, initial Once one you file was, a complaint, once you file a complaint, your statute... You have 60 days to is, serve. No, then that's, a, that's, a different, then you, that's a different question now. Statute of limitations is how much time before the cause of action expires. I fulfill mm-hmm. that requirement, and then you have 60 days to to, um, to serve. Right. And if you don't serve within that 60 days, you have, and I already have the notice from the court, you have a special hearing where you have to give cause why you took longer. And the reason mm-hmm. it took longer is because I shortened the complaint so that the defendants would not have to file a demur. Have you received a notice from the uh, court that uh... I, I, I did? It's it's normal. It's don't. It's the normal procedure. You automatically get that notice from the court immediately uh-huh. upon filing your complaint. It's an automatic 
It's not like a warning letter from the court. It's you get it automatically. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the case number? Um, not 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 near me, but but it's been it's out there. I don't have anything uh, in front of me. Can I ask for it by email? You're not inclined you to respond to emails. Yes. No, I'm, uh, I'm, it's a, it's a, I'd like to see. Do you, do you, you let me ask you a question. Do you, do you, is it, do you want the case number? Do you want to read the case? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I'd like to read the case, but uh, I don't. Uh, I'm asking for a case number. Actually, no, I, I want to know. In confidence. Uh, yeah, you, well, right, but if you want to read the entire complaint exactly as filed, including the case number, I believe on it, it's 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 with um, on the. Um, Freedom no, website. Uh, you didn't have a case number on that, on your initial I don't, complaint. Okay. Again, I'm, I'm I'm spending a lot of time on a case number. I, I, if you email me, I'll send you a case number, but it's the, it's the same complaint as the one with the case number. Okay, well, I, I read that. I read uh, most of it. It was uh, rather detailed in uh, 112 pages, as I recall. So, it's, uh, I, so what? So what are you saying? <laughs> so I'm looking forward. I don't know to what you're saying. The, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be very interested in seeing how this proceeds, as I, as I mentioned to you in my uh, uh, last email, which you didn't respond to. I'd like to see you succeed with this. I appreciate and, uh, that. All right. So I, and, uh, uh, Hello? Hello? I'm sorry? Okay. Hello? I believe I'm next. Yeah. Hey, uh, Hello? Hey. All right. Is that all, Julianne? Uh, I will. I will send you an email uh, at okay, the location. Okay. Okay. All right. Hello. All the best. Okay. Uh, hey, you too, Julian. Thank you. Hello. Okay. Hi, yes. How are you? Do you have a question? Um, yes. My name is Karma, and I am a nurse. <clears throat> hi, Karma. And hi. Hey. Um, the, my question. I'll try to be very brief with this. I have already retained a lawyer because of some of the things that are going on. Some of that has to do with what's happening with my housing. Um, And to make a real short synopsis, um, last month my bank inadvertently paid them twice and then they they, um, said I'd never paid the rent and wanted it again and which is why I have the lawyer. Um during that same time, um you know, I, I travel as a nurse and I was in South Dakota and a patient died and the facility made me accountable saying it was my fault. I wasn't even in on the premises when it happened. Um, and, and that's just the kind of scenarios that I'm talking talking about. How I live in Nebraska. How is there a way that you can help my lawyer understand the magnitude of all of the little things that are happening that's making my life undesirable? And, I mean, every time I turn around, for things that usually I haven't done, I'm being fired for. Okay, let me ask you this: Is, is your <clears throat> yes? I always try and narrow to the lowest terms what your objective is. 
Is mm-hmm. your objective for me to add credibility to your claims by speaking to your lawyer first, firsthand as a lawyer, lawyer? That's, that's part of it. But it's that also, I can do. That part I can do. The other part is, is being able to have him understand that there's the housing issue and how to be able to deal with the employment issue. Because it, it's okay, repeating but, um, what, over and over right, again. But, so there's, those are the two main ones, but there's well, other ones, ask, like people hitting you, my why, cars and things. Hang on. Why, why would I be counseling the attorney you're paying for in another state on how to handle the housing issue, which is a local issue? He should be, like, it's he's the kind of guy that... that has, Andrew, I don't know how to approach him without him saying there's the door on the menagerie of all of it. All right, let me, let me ask you this. Um, are you paying him hourly? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, so, then, then he should probably be kind of happy that you're still going to him, you know, even with all your issues. But, again, what's, do you know what the background noise is? Yeah, I'm trying to find out where that uh, is coming from. Okay. Um... What's your name again, Karma? Yeah. Okay. Again, Karma. Um, that's a, like a perfect. You're, you brought up a perfect example because, I mean, I could contact him and very man to man, lawyer to lawyer, try and make him respect the fact that this is you know now a problem in the United States, and that you're you know and that you're seeking you know his resolution, but. It sounds to me like you're combining several different issues together in one lawsuit and you expect him to tackle it? I'm, I'm not expecting that at all. What I, okay. I, the only thing I've addressed with him is the housing because my bank said that, that it was time for a lawyer, so I hired okay. a lawyer. My okay. question so is, does he is how do how, I address okay. with him the employment part of that and how do I deal with that? Because I'm, I'm so, it's hard to I do apologize. I'm, I'm hearing as a housing issue and an employment okay, issue. I don't, this lady. What? That is correct. Okay, so those are two different legal issues, right? Yes, they are, but they're created from the same problem. Right. I, again, that's a perfect example. I, I don't have all your facts and stuff in front of me. And what state are you from? Nebraska. <laughs> right. Okay. We get a lot of people from Nebraska. It's it's it, really it's it sounds to me well more more so Kansas, but it sounds to me like you you have two issues, and it, it doesn't sound that if he's not is, is he is he renowned for those areas of law, or those his areas of law because I don't know what um, I can do other than tell him that that. There's a targeted community out there, and I'm an attorney in this targeted community, and add credibility, and to be patient with you with regard to the other things going on in your life. I certainly can't counsel him on areas of law that he probably knows better than me, and I don't think an attorney would want me to do that. That's I don't think an attorney would be. I guess that I don't that's think what it, I'm asking. If that's a possibility, because if I, it helps. It's usually you, I talk to somebody, and they say oh, man, I wouldn't put up with that, then they get a text, and then I'm a son of a bitch. 
And, yeah, but you but you um, already have an attorney that you're paying, so he has to put up with stuff. Right. So you need to, you know, stretch him to his max. Has he given you any reason to believe that he's not going to put up with you anymore? No, he's never said anything okay. in that way, in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so the, what so I far want to do is to me. Get, what I'm afraid of is if I say there is another issue, he'll say, oh, we're done. And I, I need to I address see, several different areas I, to, I think you're, to make life I think livable. I think I think you're panicking a little bit, which I don't blame you. I mean, I understand why you would, but you have an attorney that's not giving you any indication that he's frustrated with you so far, and you have two legal issues. You've shown him the housing issue, and now you have an employment issue. I would go to his office and say, look, another thing sparked up. This is now stretched into my employment area. And, and I would, instead of bringing in another attorney this soon, that, to be honest with you, I'm often don't like it when someone brings another attorney to, to bring their action to me. Like, you need a, an attorney to represent me against me. You're going to, I think, alienate him by bringing me in too early. It sounds to me like your problem hasn't started yet. You need to speak to him like you're speaking to me. Very intelligent woman. Very patient. Very, very, you know, you need to tell him, this is my new issue. I mean, he, he might lose patience with you if you um, don't have money to pay him to properly handle your second issue. That's one of the other things I want to tell everybody is a lot of people think attorneys are going to jump on your case because you think it's a good case and they can do it on a contingency. Not that you are saying that, Karma. I'm just using this as an opportunity. Attorneys don't want contingency cases. The, the only cases where you really get a contingency are causes of actions for like car accidents and property damage like that. Um, so for people that come to me and think I want a contingency, I don't because again, I'm not going to file a case on your, in my name on your behalf anyway. And I would have to do that. doesn't mean I might not write a settlement demand for you to, to, to someone and write that letter for you or draft it for you in your name. I will do that. Okay, Karma, I don't mean to go off your issue. So, I, again, you have two issues. You haven't asked your attorney about them yet. I just think you're too soon to need my help. Do you see how I'm discouraging you? Uh, to take, I, I, to, to, I hear what you're saying. If there is a possibility that I feel that I need to back up, because, like, again, what I say is that people take it seriously the first time I talk to them. And then I don't know if they're using yik yak or exactly how they're doing it, but they get a text, and all of a sudden I'm crap. And I can't, okay. I can't outrun a text. Okay, let me um, ask you this: Do you have confirmation that you have a text that are coming to them? Do they volunteer that information? There was one time that I was in, I think it was the Sprint office, that I I saw one. Yes. Okay, and, so, and the text came from your phone? That phone Wait, um, the text came it, from it your... said urgent, and it said it had my description saying that I was a wanted person. Okay, let me within ask you this. 24 it, minute, within 24 okay. hours, that phone disappeared. Okay, listen. And that was in 2012. Okay, let me ask you a question. This is important stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. You got a sprint report from your phone that that message came from your phone to him? Um, it didn't say who it was coming from. Well, I had just got the no. phone. 
and it seems that now, everybody in, you're, the, you're missing, in that building okay. had that okay, but you miss. I think I think you're, you're missing my, my point here. Is the text message coming from your phone to that attorney? Because that's the only way Sprint would have let you know that that attorney got a, a, no, a no, text no, no. from your I, phone. I don't know who sent the text. How I do you know, know a text came? Because it showed up on the phone I had just got. I'd had it five okay. minutes. I don't know who it came the, from. Okay, so you mean you got a text yourself, the same text that yes. the attorney got? Okay, so that, my friend, is great evidence. And what did you do with that text? Did you take screenshots of it? Did you take photographs of it? Um, did you I save it? Did you let me your t- the what? whole, the phone, everything disappeared into thin air within 24 hours. Okay, that, and, thank you for raising and, that issue. Okay, let me say something, that is a perfect example of why as soon as something like that happens, you take a photograph of it from a phone, not your phone. You can take a screenshot of it and then get it right off your phone or take a photograph of it on another drive because that is would have been the kind of evidence that I have against Dr. Phil that he wouldn't let mm-hmm. you see. That's the kind of evidence that will be your ticket out of there. But you lost the evidence by not get, realizing immediately that you need to take a photograph of it. I didn't know it was pertinent to later. Well, whatever. <clears throat> I thought someone it, when, had just stolen the phone. Okay. <clears throat> well, again, but within anyway. 24 hours, because your phone, your, your phone broke within 24 hours, so. No, it, it was gone. It, Somebody it, right. So, it. so within 24 hours, you did realize it. Right. Right. Well, at so that time, I didn't, know, I didn't know about this. I thought I had bad neighbors. I, I didn't have a name. I didn't have a definition. This was before I knew about this. I'm not looking at definitions, dude. I'm trying to prove a pattern that there's something going on that is preventing you from moving on with your life, that people are getting random texts from whoever it came from that you can I then understand. show a picture of it. So you can use that picture, go to the attorney and go, hey, did you get this text? This is a spam that went out to everybody. It's not true. That's that's how I would have used that. I'm dying to get one of those texts and snapshot it and be able to show everyone, this is what everyone's getting. This is why my life's being ruined, because everyone's getting this text, meaning I'm not delusional. It's happening. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. what, I mean, you, you, I mean when we're, we're getting off topic a little bit about your particular legal issues, but this is an example of where I think I come into aid. If that happens to anybody... You take a photograph of it on a phone that's not connected to the Internet and snap it immediately. Don't wait 5, 10, 20 minutes for them to get it off your phone. I had an entire video on my iPad of completely being my, my, my car being surrounded. And by the time I got home, I videotaped the whole thing on my iPad. It was gone off my computer. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm drifting into a slightly different topic, but I'm also kind of telling you where I'm very helpful and where I'm not. So... If you still need me after you talk to your attorney to address that issue, I, you know, you told me what was in that text message, but how do you know what was in that text message? Did you? Because I read it and it was like, oh my God, they're talking about me. Okay, so and it, so and it was like, you, what the fuck? And so, excuse why did you? So, so, so when you say that you found out later what it was all about. The phone was already you mean you gone. Didn't realize? I mean, I went, okay. I went home and it was like... the second you read it, it you my... knew. Well, the it, second I you read it, you knew it was scary. damaging, right? Yes. So you just didn't know at that point whether your attorney had gotten it yet, right? 
Right. And then did your attorney I, I, confirm that he had gotten it? At that time, I didn't have an attorney. This was years ago. Okay. I just know that oh, this, okay. was, this is I an thought... example of the kind of things, the, the things that the attorney has seen, the stuff that has, like, they said that um, I didn't pay rent where he paid double, all of that kind of things he has, okay? The things that I'm talking about, I think, I think you're misunderstanding me. I, if there's I... all the other aspects that there's things that have gone on. And some of them are, have definitely been very unfair. And to be, how do I approach him and say, these things have happened too. How do I stop them from happening? Well, I mean, if you're I, giving your attorney, if you're giving your attorney, first of all, again, you're expecting an attorney that's not a TI or even an attorney that is a TI to figure out the age-long question that no one's been able to figure out. If we were able to figure that out, no one would be a targeted individual anymore. That's why I'm always stressing to people to not waste your money on an attorney to do things they can't magically stop. I mean, I, I don't know how much more I can be emphatic. I mean, you have like a, a few overlapping issues right there that I tried to address every one of them. Okay, your first one, I believe, was, you know, that you've gotten texts like this in the past. Okay, then that... How do you stop your attorney from being overwhelmed or whatever by the fact that you, 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 he's seeing or reading all these unfair things about you? And the answer to that is he's your attorney. Even if you're a murder suspect, he should be able to handle, as long as you're paying him, everything bad about you because that's what his job is to do, to protect you. I can understand if you had an attorney on a contingency and he was reading all these things about you, and he wouldn't really trust your case to be very good. But so as long as you're paying him money, I don't really see why your attorney is going to care about reading this stuff. Even if your attorney is going to think you're crazy, if you're paying him, just be very careful that he's not going to take your money before you realize that he can't do anything about it. And, and I'm trying okay. to tell everyone out there that almost every issue you get involved with, an attorney can't fix. Don't forget... There's a lot of attorneys, and I have one in particular in my life, that got either paid off or threatened. He completely screwed up my case in Florida. I reported him to the Florida bar. Do you know how hard it is for me to prove? Well, it's actually not going to be that hard for me to prove. I'm actually using it in my case against Dr. Phil, proving that I had the documents to demonstrate that my attorney sucked. My attorney was so bad that the only explanation for it is gang stalking. So... I don't know if I'm hitting all your questions, but I am. I hear you. Um, I hear you. I and think what you have is general frustration. I think frustration. what I need to do. I think what I need to do is to. I'm not sure if this is the correct. I think I need to ask you some other things that I don't want to put on blast on this program. So okay. there are. Okay. What I think so, I will okay. do is just go ahead and make an okay. appointment. Karma, we have a lot of people waiting to talk. I understand. Okay. So, so That's what I'm trying to do. Make an appointment, and I'll give you. I'll give you an hour. Okay. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. All right. Right for all for you. Hey. Okay. Hello. Okay. There's. Uh, I've muted a few other people. Um, okay. Do you have a question or a comment for Matt? Hello. Hey. Hi. Yeah, I have some question. Um, how about um, finding a common? Uh, perhaps you can take this kind of a class action case on your own, but perhaps. Um, Asking another attorney, perhaps you know, uh, who could possibly take like a 
uh, a class action case against a common defendant that are already known to us, such as FBI, who don't, who doesn't really take our case or doesn't take our case seriously, or uh, perhaps American Psychiatric Association um, that is negligent enough not to um, instruct their uh, members uh, to investigate the other causes, uh, the possible cause of uh, uh, the, the kind of complaints. Uh, uh, we have, which is an invisible uh, organized torture. And, um, so you're telling me that you have a class action suit of a lot of people in the same class that all want to bring a cause of action against the same organization, and every one of you has been damaged from that organization, has the evidence you know, to, to prove it, and that they have breached their fiduciary duties to you with regard to their duties um, with you. In, in this that, that field, right? Right. So, like many uh, many victims have uh, filed complaints to the FBI, and, and they are pretty um, they summarily uh, uh, dismiss our complaints. Um, I know. I'm, I'm I'm trying to tell you, like, really, you know, you sound like a lovely, lovely, lovely woman. Um, that's totally just like Karma was. You seem very frustrated, and I and my 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 heart breaks for you. Okay, that. I myself am being honest that I have very chilling evidence and I've been unable to get the doors to the FBI open, hence I went to, to Dr. Phil. And I myself, even as an, a, a semi-respected attorney, have trouble anytime there's an issue we're trying to get a class action suit, which I know nothing really about, or get anything done on a contingency, is very very difficult. Yeah. I mean, I I I'm trying to be more positive. I'm not saying that I don't know the details of your case. And if you listen to everything I said earlier, and you think it's worth investing in me to really get into the details of your case and to give you an honest answer of whether I think you have a case, whether I think there are damages, whether I think there's an attorney. What state are you? I'm in New York State, but uh, hey, my favorite state. That's where I'm from. But um, again, there's so many different. You, you, you listen to the whole thing, right? Yeah, I, apparently you don't. It's not your strength. Um, but I was wondering, maybe um, if you could start, um, maybe association of uh, attorneys who could take this kind of, uh, uh, I guess, organized invisible torture matter. Um, that would help because um, in kind of network among the attorneys uh, would help uh, the TAs. Well, you know, um, I spoke to um, I spoke to a woman yesterday, and I'm going to look on my phone, and um, I'm I'm going to go with liberty. I, I don't know that 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 people know who she is. She also is in uh, I think Kansas. And she started a, a an organization of to of nonprofit attorneys that to help bring class actions. Okay, and she's done a few herself. But I'm telling you, I do not have any. I just spoke to her yesterday, and I don't know anything about this woman. But she has a website. I don't know what the website is, but I'm going to give you her name. Okay, and it's that's you know. Let me try and figure out how to... Whoever has the dog, could you star six? Whoever has the dog, please star six and get your phone. 
Thanks. Okay. Um, yeah. And also, so I'm going to do- <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you um, if you email me, okay, I will email you. She, I'll, I'll email you her na- name and phone number. She hasn't texted me or emailed me as I know yet. The name it's it's the organization of not not. It's it, I, I don't know anything about her, so it's just another resource for you to try. And. She, where she tries to get attorneys, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to start an association of that kind without devoting my full time to finding attorneys all over the country to do that. Yeah, it's 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 just not something feasible for me. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Um, another thing is that. Uh, uh, okay. Um, Tomo, we we've got to move on. We've got got a lot of other people are waiting. Okay. To okay. So I'm going to give everyone like three minutes. Next or uh, nice to meet you, ma'am. Okay, hello? Uh, whoever has a question hello? or comments on that, go ahead, please. Um, hello, hi, this is Al. How are you? Hey, Al, what's hi, up, man? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Florida. I'm out in um, Seattle at the moment. Um, okay. I was going to ask, I was going to ask you about an ad hoc or a VJ, but um, I'm still in the preliminary as far as evidence goes and learning how to collect it. But I just wanted to reiterate, I mean, ask you to reiterate the, the rate. It's, would you say the first half an hour was 75 and it was, what? how much was it after that? It's 125 bucks for an hour. Okay. And you will help and assist to find an attorney or and format. You'll help any way you can because you're an attorney. Well, yeah, let me, let me explain exactly what that means. I mean, I'll, you know, I, I might tell you I'm not going to be able to find an attorney based on your evidence that you present to me um, or that an attorney might not take my call. And I'll tell you another thing. If you're trying for me to find you an attorney on a contingency, it's really not going to happen. I don't have, I don't even have good friends of mine that will take my cases on a contingency. It doesn't exist. Unless you've been in a car accident, those are the only kind of attorneys that take things on contingencies. Right. So I, I'm trying. I'm trying to save you money. Right. I um I did interview an attorney in L.A. and um, but he was talking in the hundreds, um up front, you know, just to be able to get them before he would do and he would do it ad hoc, you know. Well, but I'm in the well, like I said, me, I'm in the preliminary steps of. Let um, me tell you, I would grab. I, I, I would grab him because I have, I don't know any attorney that won't start without a retainer of five thousand. I, I I mean, if you wanted to bring a case. No, no, I said a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> me, yeah, he was. He started. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I, I don't want to get too personal with anyone on the phone, but just very briefly, in in thirty seconds or less, what's your case about, and what do you do for a living? Um, the case is exactly why we're all here, and um, I'm a professional, so. Um, I'll be able to, you know, come up with it eventually. But that, you know, I have to see. I have to learn how to even collect the evidence first, get the scans, figure out what exactly. Okay. You know, I'm here. I, I, let me tell you. I, I, you're, you're a good. First of all, did you get a Yorkie? Pardon me. What kind of dog is barking? Yours? I, no, I don't have a dog. Oh, okay. Okay. So listen. Um, here's the thing. When I told people I'm good at collecting evidence, um, um, like the scanning and stuff, mm-hmm. I have zero experience on any of that kind of stuff. I have, I am not, I don't know that I'm not, I'm not because, but I, it's not my strong suit. Um, and 
I, I, I'm not getting all the other stuff like burns and like all that other stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm not getting that, so I don't know how to collect it. So I'm, I'm good at collecting evidence, telling you how to do it if you're to record conversations and to carry a tape recorder around and to respond, you know, to, you know, don't let anyone say anything without you writing them a letter confirming what they said. So then they, if they don't deny it, you have evidence. You know what I mean? That's what I'm good at preserving evidence. I have no idea what to do with it. I hear you. What was that? I said I grew up with attorneys. I hear you. Um, as far you know, I wanted to mention something to you. I did, you know, now that I heard you talk, which is I and I wanted to thank you. I really appreciate you um, coming on here. I think uh, you're doing a great thing. As well, far thank as the you. Texas go, yeah, I do. I really appreciate that. Um, the How old are you, I man? Um, I'm in uh, getting near the fifties. So okay. uh, yeah, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting, I've been getting blasted, bro, blasted. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Just, one mean, more question. One more thing. I'm interrupting. But where in Florida are you from? Oh, uh, Southern Florida in the Keys. Okay, cool, man. And, I'd love to come out there, man. I'm, well, I'm now not I'm there. In, I'm not there right now. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, I know. I got that. But okay. So now, okay, you were saying, and I. Oh, you'd love it. You, yeah, you would. You wouldn't be going back to LA. I mean, you know, the humidity yeah, no, is a little, takes a little getting used to. But South Beach is well, kill. No, don't forget. I lived. I I had a place in South Beach. I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and all oh, my targets okay. started there. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. and, and and I love the keys, but the point is, you know, stalking everywhere. So what what am I interrupting? What's your question? Um, I was um, I received a bunch of a lot of weird texts and texts, excuse me, et cetera, on my phone. And um, but I have a really good tech, and uh, I had mentioned some of those things to him, and I had changed phones. You know how you upgrade your phone and this and that. And it's been a couple of years, and I still get periodic, you know, weird things that um, I'm going to definitely start collecting. He was talking about maybe being able to retrieve it, you know, the the old numbers, the old calls, the old text. And uh, he's he's really good. I mean, this guy is good. He's not like a oh. first-class, you know, spook um, hacker, but he's close. And, would you do um, me a favor? Would you, um, yeah. when we hang up, would you email me his contact info? Um, I'm going to have him do it on me. I'm going to watch him. I'm going to have him do it, and when I get that information, I'm going to, uh, I will definitely contact you, because uh, if anybody can do it, he can. And um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely is that, a is that a confidential source? Because I would pay him to do this. Um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he would do it for you. Yeah, well, but let's okay. see if he can do it. For, let's see if he can do it for me. I'm seeing him Saturday. I just talked to him. He disappeared okay. about, two, about two weeks. He's really... He's extremely intelligent. He ran a department for a commercial level server maintenance um, computer operation. Like he was the manager who did it all. He built custom. You know, he's going to build some custom PCs for me for um, you know um, institutional capacity. I mean, he just you know the guy's just got to go on. Okay. Okay, so man. When I once you know, he, when he comes here Saturday, I'm going to go over that with him, and I will be more than happy to forward that information to you, sir. And I will, and I do exactly what I say. Like I said, I'm at the I'm at the very beginning. I can't spell physics. I don't know anything about it. So I have to get the you know thanks to Derek and um, you know all of you guys. I'm going to get the appropriate instruments to you know, figure out exactly what, you know, what's going on. I'm not stupid. <clears throat> you know, I'm fine. I'm connected, so I'll, I'll definitely pursue and pass everything on. Okay, man, and, thanks. Um, what's your name again? Um, Al. Okay, Al. 
he um he knows me. You know, um, Derek knows me. So you know, we'll, we'll okay. be in touch, and um, I'll let Thanks, you know Al. what the city is. Yeah, and hey, it's a pleasure. We'll meet. I'll talk to you. Okay, bro. I'll be, look forward to yeah, that. Well, um, yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Um, let's see. We actually have. Uh, looks like Darlene is on the line, but I'm not getting into all that. Um, if anybody has a question or a comment, feel free at this time. It's a lot. Of, several people are unmuted. Is it best to go outside the country to get an attorney if you're suing the FBI and the Border Patrol? Uh, um, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, um, what's your name? My name's Crystal. She a couple emails, and I put a lot of my information on, and I filed uh, 11 tort claims against the I because they've denied my FOIA information in order to cover up for the people involved in my burglaries and my cat's torture. And they've even burglarized a safe deposit box. I've been gang-stalked. I've got a license plate of the last person I know was gang-stalking me. And my cruise control went out while they were following me, and then it kicked back in after they turned off. No, they're okay. messing let with me, my car. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me respond to you, okay? Um, first of all, okay. thank you for, for calling and talking to me. She's a perfect example of someone that I don't know how to help. She is a, a very good sample, targeted individual with a lot of issues that, that a lot of us are experiencing. I have license plate numbers too. I have my neighbor, I have phone numbers. I have that. I have photographs. The question is, and I've been trying, I don't know if, if I'm getting through to people, but I don't know where you, what you do with that information unless you have a specific person you're going to sue. Now, she did mention that she wants to sue the Border Control and the FBI. And I'm going to tell you loud and clear to everybody because I want everyone to save their money. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. It's not something I'm going to do. It's not something I'm going to undertake at this time. In six months, after I do my own independent research, um, perhaps I will, I will, of course, if I start to do stuff like that, I'm going to contact Eric and everybody and let everyone know, hey, this is my new area because I now feel like I am um, equipped to help you and to take a penny from you and, and to get results, okay? You are just like every targeted individual. That's why you're a targeted individual. If you have all these things going on, I, I think it's great that you continue to collect some evidence. I mean, in, like I have, I, have, I have right in front of me, I'm looking at the registrations of eight people that have targeted me. Well, what am I going to do with that? Um, I have to prove now. Okay, first I find out who they are. I see who they are. I find out what they're doing for a living. One's going to be a, uh, a postman, and the other one is going to be working for Target. Uh, no pun intended there. And another one is going to be working for, um, you know, pharmacy. Big shit. That doesn't help me. I haven't gotten any closer to solving the big question. Why are they targeting me and how? You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't, I have so many, I can go, I have about 10 people that I can absolutely implicate because I have proof that they are the ones that actually changed my computer and they had access to my computer. That's good evidence because I can prove they had access and they had the capability, but I still can't prove motive. 
But what I can do with Dr. Phil is demonstrate why are 10 people changing the settings on my computer? Why are you not investigating them? That's why I have a good cause of action against Dr. Phil, because I created suspects for him that he failed to address. That's all. I don't know how to do that. Well, Does that help? I know that I followed, I followed one of the license plates to a Boeing parking lot, and I know they've got a lot of CIA people with high security clearances working for Boeing, a lot of different agents involved with Boeing, and this license plate was 000KIN, K-I-N. I had a 000 job living in my building. These people have special plates and Okay, so, so now, what, now what I'm going to recommend you do is get photographs or 10 people with that license plate that have been in your area, and now you're creating a you're, you're creating um, a, 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 a evidence because when you have 10 people with four zeros at the beginning of the license plate all following you around or all coincidentally in your parking lot or all and they all happen to work for Boeing, you're getting closer and closer to evidence. I still don't know who you see, though. Now, if I had that same exact evidence, I would have brought that to Dr. Phil and said, okay, look, I have 10 people with, double zero, with four zeros in their license plate. They all work for Boeing. You owe me a duty because I'm on your show to now contact Boeing and find out who these people are and why they're doing it. But I don't have the capability of doing that. That's why I went to Dr. Phil. I just knew that I collected enough evidence yeah, that was suspicious um, enough. So, so if you can get, so that's like PI and come up with the names of some of the people and their addresses, and and I have uh, I did some yeah, tracing well. myself, and one of them is connected to Border Patrol, so I know there's Border Patrol people involved because I'm living okay. 15 miles. Okay. Here. You're getting, you, you know, if you have the perseverance to continue to do that and you can get 10 people all following you with the same, you have to find a nexus that connects you to those people. And these people, when they're like, for instance, I keep comparing it to my case. I have 10 people that got into my house, changed my computer set, all programming skills, all pursued me romantically. For what purpose? I brought them to Dr. Phil and said, figure out why they did this to me. Okay, my cause of action against Dr. Phil is he failed to investigate. You're, you're not on the Dr. Phil show where you have a cause, a cause of action against a, a defendant who had a duty to investigate. My cause of action is not for gang stalking against Dr. Phil. It's for his duty to investigate, making me look like a fool on national television so people like Darlene don't take it personally you know, actually looked and made me look foolish when I had a right to be concerned that 10 people with the license plate with four zeros working for Boeing were following me. Do you understand the difference between the, the, the situations? Yes, uh-huh. That's what I'm trying I to think... tell everybody. Don't waste your money on me if I can't help you. Okay. I think it's, I think it's really awesome. I, I swear, I, I'm, first of all, I'm empathetic with you, and I think it's awesome that, you're, that you have the wherewithal to try and do this. But I'm telling you, if you can find a nexus of why these 10 people with these license plates all working for the same company are all in your area, then you're, 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 you're just beginning to show just a little bit of evidence, but you don't have anyone to sue yet. The person to sue yes, is a I person know. that commits a cause. I have a, suit, I have a cause of action against Dr. Phil because he had all that evidence in front of him 
and didn't let everyone in the country know that I had this going on, making me look crazy. Well, I've got I'm DNA the... hair samples, too. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I, I don't see what that's doing, the hair samples. But Another caller? Yes, this is Linda. Um, Hi, Linda. I just wanted to make... Hi there. I just wanted to mention to those on the call, I'm going to be opening up a call right after this is over, and the room number is 124-150. And I just want to mention, I've been listening to you, Matt. Uh, you contacted me a few days ago, right before Darlene came on my show, and you delivered a message. Yes, you delivered a message both in the text and on a phone call when I didn't pick up. Uh, pick up. And right, people leave messages. Right. Yeah, can I please finish, please? Uh, you know, when you said that, you know, you don't even know who this woman Darlene is, you don't even know her, but yet you said that she was speaking out of her ass, and you said... Okay, Linda, well, listen, me, listen, listen, if you want to talk to me personally about this, or you want to address it on your show, be my I'm guest, because as you told me, thing, you have a show, okay. I yes. seriously have, have come on the show, I've right. actually spoken in very, very general terms about what Darlene did. Well, I haven't, I, okay, and I thought me, that you owe the TI community a duty to scan who's on your show, who's okay. going to be negative about other yeah. TIs bringing cases. Yeah. I'm not I really to create, you said that you don't like to gossip and cause any drama. Uh, you contacted me. I did not contact you. Exactly. Uh, for a very civil conversation that you refused yes. to entertain unless I told you who gave me your phone number, which I refused to do because I realized that you were not going to engage in a civil conversation with me. Do you understand mm-hmm. that? If you mm-hmm. even open the door to a conversation with me, which I tried to do for 10 minutes, and the okay. only place we got is your questioning me who gave you your phone, me your phone number, which I refused to give you the source of my okay. information. Let me just... That's the end. Okay, let her her ask you her question. Yes. Uh, All of us know here in the TI community, especially a single woman TI, nobody is supposed to give out their personal, private... Hey, Derek, I don't want to engage in a conversation about where I got her phone number from. Can you end this call? Okay, yeah, uh, Linda, you, uh, can you talk about him, uh, talk about the question in private? I no, no, no. I don't want to engage in a conversation, Derek. Okay, I'm not going to tell who gave me her phone number. Calm, calm down. I Derek, I'm asking you. you to end this conversation okay. for me. All right, all right, all right. Linda, Linda, um, we'll have to continue this at another time, another place. Okay, uh, anyone else have a question or a comment for Matt? And we're not. I'm not going to unmute Darlene because the same scenario only a hundred times worse than this. And I'm not starting that. So, um, uh, any other questions or comments from Matt? Okay. Okay. It's it's about almost eight o'clock, Matt, and you're um, you're off early for this uh, for tonight. So thanks for coming. And um, do you want to give your um, your contact information? Yeah, um, you can reach me in my email, which I've given you. My email is the same as my as my PayPal, so you can email me, and that's also my PayPal account. My PayPal account is not going to be um, official for like another day. I have to just get them um, proof of my residence, etc. Um, so Matt 
Barish, ESQ at AOL.com. And uh, I want to just use this as one last moment. Don't bash your other targeted individuals. Think really twice before you do that. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks a lot, Matt. Okay, well, guys, I'm going to wrap up this call for tonight. Matt's uh, signing off for tonight, and um, uh, I guess I'll see you guys Saturday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.